Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. So in this episode, I am interviewing Mary. She and I were in a mastermind together and I I just, I love her so much and I loved this interview that we had. We just, we touched on so many different topics that I am, that are just so important. I'm excited for you guys to uh, listen to this episode and I would love to know what you think. So here it is for you guys. All right, guys, I am so excited to be doing this interview with Mary Winfield. Like she and I were in a mastermind together for about the past like six months. And she's just so amazing and so sweet and so beautiful. Like she she's really great. Like we've gotten to know each other and um, she is just so incredibly like welcoming in the work that she does. She is also a manifesting generator. 3-5 manifesting generator. Uh, she does homeopathic work. I'm going to let her introduce herself because apparently like right before this, like I got the word wrong on what like the title because like I'm not that great with words, but like Mary is just one of the like kindest and gentlest souls that I have met. And um, <laughs> I will let Mary introduce herself. This interview is going to be like so amazing and I'm so excited. Well, Amy, thank you so much for having me. I'm just excited to get to chat with you today. It's like so exciting. Um, Yeah, well, I hold space for women to unsubscribe from perfection and all the physical, mental, and emotional manifestations, whether it's anxiety, digestive issues, self-criticism, the list is sort of endless. And I use my tools in which to go about helping them heal very deeply. So I'm really a big stickler about helping my clients, not only, you know, that everybody's talking about mindset, 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 mindset. And I'm really all about helping my clients help themselves learn how to deeply love themselves at like such a base level. But a lot of times, this is how I'm going to describe what I do is that a lot of times we get so bogged down by our suffering, our physical suffering, like the manifestation of these symptoms. So some of us are dealing with chronic migraines. Some of us are dealing with serious acne as adults or eczema or skin issues. Some of us are dealing with some serious IBS or food sensitivities, or maybe now we can't touch gluten. And, you know, these things can be so distracting because they kind of, you know, food and, interacting with people socially. We want to feel our best when we do that. And when we are bogged down with these symptoms, we can really 
feel disconnected from who we are and disconnected from others. And so I really like to work with people on those symptoms as well as helping them get to the root cause, which my, my true belief is that there is some sort of disconnect in them really being able to love themselves and own their magnificence. I like to say, so once like a client is feeling themselves and really allows themselves to, to be like, wow, I'm awesome. And when somebody says, yeah, you're awesome. They're like, yeah, I am. And it's not in a condescending ego driven way. It's just like, yeah, it's more of a, this in, in awe, like, oh my God, yes, I finally know I am awesome. And you are too. And oh my gosh, isn't life so great. And not, um, it just feels so much better coming from that place and, and operating from that place than from that place of total struggle, worrying about certain things about your physical body your mental body or your emotional body. So, yeah, <laughs> I love that. And, uh, like a few months ago, like Mary and I like have had a chat and I can just say that, like, she's a very like safe person to, talk to and create like this sense of safety and this idea of like self-love it's uh it's one of my core um I don't know <laughs> it's a, a core part of like who I am and what I talk about and uh and there's been like it's been like such a struggle for me like at points in my life and um like we you know we did have a conversation like around like health and like how to um like talk about it and how to like get to the root of like some problems and stuff and like uh because I know for different people like I I'm a proud plus size plus size aid and like I get really nervous talking with certain people about anything health related because there's this stigma around like oh like you are suffering this ailment like you just need to lose weight and like it's like like even though that's never like actually happened to me that like fear I hear this from like so many other people that it's like it's also like a fear of mine that like okay one day like somebody's going to tell me like all you need to do is just lose some weight instead of like for me it's about like the habits it's about like okay like how can I be healthier like I even with my boundaries I'm like okay like don't phrase it to me like how many calories is in this thing like right. tell me how it's gonna like feel like a healthy habit or like um like nutrition or something like you know you gotta like phrase it in terms of like healthy habits instead of like oh go on the keto diet <laughs> like mm. no don't do that to me like and so I like I know that's not like human design related but like <laughs> I, I just you know- I, she, she, I think Amy also knows, like I struggled a lot because I started out as a health coach and I was pretty successful with helping people with detoxing and doing things. And I just was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore because all the marketing is kind of based in self-hate and self-loathing. And I, that's not who I am. That's not what I want people to get when they're with me. I don't want them to believe that I truly think that they need to fix themselves. Right. And so we had this like really deep conversation because that's, that's not what I want for anyone. I want somebody to feel really good about themselves and then just nourish themselves in return in a way that feels really good. Like whether you're plus size, whether you're, you know, teeny tiny, whatever it is like nourishing yourself is not just food. 
you know, and it's, and, you know, nourishing yourself with a cookie that was made from your grandmother with so much love and delight, like that's better than a carrot, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, like, so I think, yeah, it, it can feel like a really charged conversation. And I think a lot of us can put up our walls because we, we don't need, like, that's a big premise of mine is like, everybody already has everything they need inside of them. Right. And we, and this is, I mean, we know human design offers like a lot to help you see what you already know. Like you already know a lot of these things, but when they're introduced to you, you're just like, kind of have a sense of relief, like, oh, and that's the same thing. I, I'm trying to always work with my clients to help them come to a place of inner knowing and realizing, well, what is good for me? you know, and what feels good for me instead of a place of shame, restriction, and like blame. And I have to do this to, you know, for what, whatever reason, right. Because I'm supposed to look a certain way, or I'm supposed to have this sort of, you know, be able to wear these certain kinds of clothes or who knows what. Right. And yeah, hmm. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, this is, it's, that's what I like love about human design is like, it brings you back to who you are. And uh, I know we, we learned human design from the same person. Um, I forgot to mention, we also like, I did two human design certifications because I'm extra, but um, Mary was in one of the ones that I did uh, with, with me. And so like, like knowing, having that foundation of human design is like, so key to knowing like who you are, um, has, like learning and diving deep into your human design, like through that certification program or other studies you've done. Um, because like I said, I do more, like how has that like impacted your life and like impacted, um, impacted how you show up in your business? Yeah, great questions. So first of all, what I loved about taking the human design course was that it had taken me a, taken me a really long time to get to this place of like really honoring who I was, what I was doing, what I was all about, because as a Manny Jen, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm interested in a lot of things and, you know, the certifications can become endless. And so I had sort of gotten this idea about myself and I kind of knew, okay, I'm really multi-passionate. I have a through line. It's all around health and wellness and the spiritual aspect. And it feels really good. And I started to really honor all of that. And I just knew all these things about myself because I had done a lot of spiritual work. And then the human design course is like, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, of course it is. (laughs) And, and the three, five, this, oh yes, of course. Yep. 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 You know, everything just made a lot of sense and a lot of common sense for me because a lot of how I had learned to operate that served me best was me living in my design, but I didn't know any of that until I took the course. I just had kind of had to, well, as a three, five, I had to stumble along and figure it out. (laughs) And it was like, okay, how long is this going to, how long is this going to take me to suffer through an experiment. Oh, right. It's just who I am. <laughs> I can relate. I'm a six, three and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's funny because in my life, like I've had like overprotective, like people like try to take care of things for me. And I've actually had to like, no, like, don't take care of this for me. Like I need to do this for myself. I need to experience this myself in order to make like a lastic change. Um, and so 
that's something interesting about that three, that three line. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even realizing like it took me a really long time to admit that I was like an intuitive coach. Like that just seemed even extra woo woo. You know, I was already into all the woo woo things, but to like come out and say, Hey, this is kind of an intuitive thing. Cause I just know things. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was like weird, but then all of a sudden, you know, again, I'm in the certification. I'm like, of course I know these things because look, I've got a completely open head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I know things <laughs> without having a, a real reason as to why I know them, yes. you know, and it just felt like, oh yeah, it's just, it was a nice sort of, I guess in a way, like a reminder of, yes, you do know who you are, right? It's, mm-hmm. it was a, um, I don't know. It was like really comfortable. It's like this easy transition of learning the information because it's like, yeah, that is what I'm like. And that is what these people that I've interacted before are like, and it makes sense. And now there's, there's a reason behind it, which I mean, you don't always have to have a reason, but it's kind of nice to understand that. And, you know, somebody with an open head is always looking for answers. So Yes. No, my, uh, my head is defined. So you're probably like picking up on my, picking up on my thoughts and like just knowing things right now. You're like, oh yeah, I just <laughs> picked that up. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's like, I felt the same thing. Like the more that I study human design, the more I'm like, oh, I see this in my life. Like, oh, this is me. Like at first I didn't. Uh, but then like the more that like I, I d- dive, dove in and like um, also these weird like synchronicities in my life like come in, come into being. And I was like, what? Like no idea about this, but it's just so fascinating. Um, and like when you like were learning human design, did you like, uh, did you like shift anything about like how you were showing up in your business or like how you um, like, or do you, and, or do you use like human design, like with your clients, like when they come to you? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, definitely when I'm working with my one-on-one clients, I am always wanting to know what their chart is because it just helps me help them. I'm all about as a three, five, like we're always trying to figure out how to make things better. Right. And how to like, Hey, listen, I went through it. Let's just do it. This, like, let's try to do it this way, this way, or this way. Right. Like I like, I call the the work that I do. I say, Hey, it's simple. Doesn't make it easy, but I try to make it as simple. So it's actually doable so that my clients will get the results or the outcomes or make the progress that they're looking for. Right. And so, and, and most of the time it's around self-love, but it's also these symptoms, you know? And so we're always creating, like some of the symptoms are like, I can't get my, I can't get these things accomplished in life. Like, I don't know why. And so we get our goals done. And at the same time, we're healing, like we're doing all the foundational things so that they feel like they're moving forward. Right. So having a good understanding of what their human design is and helping them see, oh, this is why you're feeling stuck. This might be why you're struggling at work when you're communicating. This might be why you feel so, feel so much when you're with so many people. Right. And so they, 
start to understand themselves in another way. And, and, you know, ultimately I believe that we're all here for some sort of reason and we all have a purpose or you can call it your Dharma. And if they can get these symptoms out of the way and focus on what's truly important and start enjoying their time on this planet, like that's the thing for me. So human design tells you what kind of why you're here and what you're about and why you're doing it. And so you can read into that and then you can translate it for yourself as like, yeah, that's what, that's what I am about. And you can allow that to be true. You know, so many people just, we are so out of, out of alignment or so disconnected from our true desires because we don't believe we can dream, you know, like life, life is for others living life to the fullest is for others. Like it's for them, you know, but then as they realize what their real human design is, they can say, Oh, my, like my, my right angle cross of rulership. <laughs> we were like, we're not going to talk about incarnation cross. Cause it's, but you know, like my thing is about taking people from a hierarchy into a heterarchy, you know? And I'm like, I'm always telling people, Hey, own your awesome own your magnificence. You are worthy. You are enough. You've always been enough. And it's like, if we take everybody to that level where everybody feels worthy, everybody feels like enough. We don't have to be in competition. We don't have to be hating on anyone. We don't have to, you know? And so for me, I was like, oh yes, I like this right angle cross of rulership because it just felt so good. It was like, yeah, that is what I'm trying to do. I am trying to help people sort of see that who they are is exactly right. And that's, that's it. Like it's, and it doesn't like when you kind of just look at it like that, it doesn't sound that exciting, but I felt so like, so good to be like, that's what I'm doing. Even though I was doing it and I felt like I kind of understood it. It was like, Oh, somebody wrote a sentence. This kind of resonates. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> and so working with clients and allowing them to see that through their own eyes and start to experience it, I think is really helpful because I always tell people, and I think you probably know this now as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like life is a journey where it's never ending. We're always going to be evolving. We're always working on ourselves. You know, we're going to be continue to become something. So they need to learn how to adapt when things feel really good versus when things feel not so good and help them stay on track. Um, because I think so many of us, we get caught up in, well, what I'm doing isn't enough, or I didn't do it right. Or I gave up or, you know, and then if they understand themselves better, they can keep making progress and feel really good about who they are and where they're going. Yeah. That's, that was like so good. And the thing that um, like as we're both nanny gens, like what human design gives us or gives me is like, it gives me complete freedom. Like I want to talk today. I want to talk about like health and wellness. Like, okay. <laughs> There's like, I mean, in the like human international human design, it's like the personal health system, which, um, is not something I have completely dove into, but like, I know elements of that. Like I know how to like, pull like certain elements and like, okay, we can talk about like health and digestion. We can talk about like you, maybe like your energetic type and like um, all this stuff. And like what you were saying, like if like somebody comes to you with like this like outward symptom, this like circumstance, you can pull their human design chart and look at like, 
oh, like, oh, you're struggling to maybe like get things done or be productive. Maybe that's an undefined route. And like, you don't feel that consistent pressure. Like, that's just an example. I have no idea about your clients, but it's like, you can pull like pretty much anything and it gives you that like freedom to, oh, I can help people with this. I can help people with this. And um, I think like a big misconception is like you go and like learn human design and then you have to become like a human design coach. Like you can only talk about human design, but it's like, no, this is just like another like tool in your arsenal that you can use to help people with like any problem or any kind of like coaching or heck you could just do it just because you want to. I'm talking to you one lines, the investigators, <laughs> like, it's definitely there. I agree. I agree. I I love this, that freedom, you know, as a three, five and as a Manny Jen, just like, yep. You know, I'm just, I was supposed to get my hands dirty. I was supposed to experience all of these different certifications and, you know, be passionate about all of them and be able to put it all together. And like you said, sometimes I'm going to be talking more about this or other times I'm talking about that, but it's all important to me and it all has its place. And I'm allowed to share all of me, not just this one little thing that's socially acceptable. I mean, even my I gave myself a title. Like my title is Mary, you know, I'm an energy, energy alchemist. Like what the heck does that even mean? Doesn't even matter. Cause guess what? I'm a Manny Jen. I'm a three, five. And I said, so (laughs) right. Like it really doesn't matter. It's like, because the energy of it is, it's like how you show up and who you are and where you're going and what you're doing. But yeah, but human design, if you're into it, you're like, yeah, doesn't even matter. I'm just, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, the whole title thing. It's like, I don't know. I, I, for now, for now, human, human design embodiment leader, because I three line embodiment, like that's so important, but like, who knows, maybe (laughs) like in a few months, I will call myself something else that feels more aligned. Totally. That three line. It's like, I got to try it out for a bit to see if it fits. And then, yes. Yeah. Like, give yourself that permission to be anything. Like, I think, um, like, especially as like manifestors, Manny Jens, anybody like trying to niche and like pull yourself into like this one little like box. Yeah. That does not work. (laughs) It is no fun for those of us who are excited about many things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you have, I like to ask this question sometimes, but do you have like a favorite like aspect of your chart? You may have touched on this already, but like something you're in the learning, like, oh my God, I'm like obsessed with this. Like, I am so happy that this is me and that I don't have this the other way. Like, I don't know. Something that's your favorite. My favorite. Okay. My favorite. Hmm. I'm thinking, I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, hmm. I think, I think the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, looking at your chart, there's just so much that helps you feel at peace with who you are. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, like I have 
the 1222 emotional wave. Like, so as somebody who had at one point touted that I had healed my depression because my depression came out of nowhere for no reason, had no rhyme, <laughs> like there is nothing to it. It's like, we started learning about that. And I just thought, oh my God, how funny. And then of course my partner has the same one. And I was like, yes, of course we do. Like now that makes so much sense. You know, it's like one of us is riding a normal wave, like nothing can stop us. And the other one's like, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, life. So, you know, I, I think it's more just the fact that you can take a look at your chart and you can sort of help yourself understand where you are at a certain point. And I think that's just what's, that's like the coolest part to me. Otherwise I'm totally obsessed with the open, my open head because we just this idea of, because I, I can tell you when I was, even as a child, I knew things and I, I thought like I was maybe manipulative. I mean, I, because I have the capability to say or do to get what I want because I understood people and their, where they were. Right. So it's like, if I needed to get something, but I didn't use it that way, but I was always like, so concerned and so worried that I was going to be misusing this gift. And then over time realizing like, oh no, you're not doing that. You just understand people. You it's actually a tool. You use it properly, but like seeing it on paper, like you have this open head and you have like basically information just dumped on in when you're, so when I'm working with a client and I talk about that intuitive piece, like it is so cool to be like, oh, I know what the root issue is. And they might not be able to talk about it yet. You know, mm -hmm. but it's like, I know where we're going to start so that we can, can work through that. And so I guess I think I, I really am still obsessed with that. I just think it's so cool that, that that's even a thing. And my like ability to do this is so different than people who are, you know, quote unquote, psychic or mediums or anything. That's not how it works for me. I just have this awareness and it's like, when people are talking to me, I can really relate to where they're at. And so that, um, that helps me understand them at a certain level so that I can really help them with what they're going through, you know, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like being that and being exposed to it and talking about it yeah. for myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. And I really love like what you touched on is like this idea of um, like this fear of like manipulation and like this, like fear, like, oh my gosh, like I can maybe like, like these, this, these energies, like everything that we have, it can be used for good. It can be used for evil. It's like similar to, you know, like money mindset stuff. Like people say money's evil, but no money's neutral. It's like the person using it for evil or the person using it for good. And, uh, that's just something to keep in mind. Cause I think like um, especially for people who are like business owners who maybe are um, studying the like psychology of persuasion and like influence and stuff. Um, I know I've studied it and it's like, are you the kind of person who's using this for the person's highest good? Because if you're using those tools to like help them, to help them grow, to help them like get back to themselves, or are you going to use those tools to just like take somebody's money? Like, Oh yeah. That's a, that's, and I, yeah. And that coming back to that whole thing of 
I was able to, I never gave myself credit, but I was selling out these programs around these detoxes and I could have been selling even more, you know, and I could have, like, I definitely have that gift, I guess, you know, it's in my chart. Like I can, I have the gift of persuasion and that just feels completely out of alignment. And like even just learning sales in general, right. We talk a lot at least in human design and in mm-hmm. the circles that Amy and I are in, we're talking about like sales and they're sacred and everything. But when you are getting started in business, a lot of what we learn is, you know, we'll get people to give you their credit card, have them like really, you know, the, you almost have to make them, make them show up for themselves, make them this, make them that. And with human design, you get to just see, no, certain people need more time. Certain people need even more time. Certain people need to feel into it. Certain people need to deal with it logically and allowing yourself to feel really okay with however it lands. Like that was so helpful as well, because it, it always felt like I'm, I'm just, I'm here to serve. Like I am here to help my people and help them the best way I can. And yeah, they need to make an investment, but the least amount of investment, I think you'll agree to anything like money is the least of our investment, right? Our investment is like our time, our devotion, our commitment, and what we're willing to continue to keep like in our vision on a daily basis. Like that's really what I'm after. Right. So it's like, I don't, you know, I don't care when people decide they're ready to, to do it. Yes, I want to help them if help them sooner than later if if I feel like they're really ready and they just need to say yes to themselves, but I love that human design allows us to just take the pressure off of ourselves even with the sales cycle and just say, you know, this is going to be how they might approach it and that's okay. You know, it's not about me. Right? It's it's about me being in service to them. Yes. I I love that. Like for me, um, like when I put my offers out there, like this is why I choose um, or have started to choose to do like an evergreen type model where like people can join in anytime so that I can honor the reflectors who may need 28 days or I can, I'm an emotional authority. Like sometimes I need like a week to like truly like feel into everything and like process all of the emotions that are coming up and um like other people like need that time also so um like that's why I like for me like moving towards like an evergreen model where things are available all the time or like I mean this is informing for anyone listening who wants to work with me even if if I set a deadline it's an illusion um (laughs) (laughs) it is like literally just like to motivate people to, um, act and, um, and like, I've had people like message me like a day later, like I honor your human design. I honor your, I honor your authority, like no matter what. So, um, that's just something for me. And I, I don't know about you, but like, like we understand, like we're human. And so, um, there's like power in asking there's power in like, asking for what you need, asking for what's like best for you and, um, moving through things that way. And I think it's, it's something to 
like there's so much that you can use like we talked about this but there's so much you can use human design for it's it's being aware of human behavior it's like not only just for understanding yourself but it's for understanding um other people like I try to figure I love trying to figure out like um, especially on tv shows like oh what kind of like what's their human design like what 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 like what are these things can I guess like what type they are um I try not to do this for real people because <laughs> some people are not into it and I'm trying not to like push things on them but it, it's kind of fun to try to figure out like okay like how can I use this to um help other people or like connect in a better way like help help in my communication and everything um have you like noticed that with you in your life Mary with using human design to connect with people or just to like try to like assess people oh they might be this that or the other like in daily life more in like how you maybe how you relate to other people like eat like whether you know their design or not um like has it affected how you oh okay like, communicate <laughs> yeah yeah so you know, I am a classical trained homeopath and homeopaths were always looking at people and, and in what state they are in. And there's like thousands of different types of states. And so one of the biggest things for me is looking at people and observing them from a non-judgmental uh, point of view. And I don't necessarily mean like non-judgmental of, as a, like I'm actually assessing them, like, oh, do I like them or not? Like, it's just, you're just kind of looking at them. Um, one of the terms that was, or a sentence that was said to me that really just landed so utterly and completely to dealing with people that I think relates to this is what if they're just doing their best? So like we're dealing with clients, sometimes clients that we're dealing with have some serious, you know, mental states They're Let's say they're really angry. They're maybe even, they can come off being really abusive and you're just taking their case because you're like, I'm going to give you a remedy that has this energy about it, right. To help you come back into a balance. So you just kind of look at them like, you know, let's say they're irritated with everyone. They come in, they're pissed off with everyone everyone at work sucks. Everything about everything is the worst. And instead of thinking, oh my God, this person has just such a terrible attitude or blah. You just think, wow, it'd be really hard to be them. You know? And it's like, I used to seriously do so much compassion meditation just to get that, to get to that place, to be feeling like, oh, I can handle like disharmony around me and wherever. But when somebody just said like, what if people are literally doing their best and that's the best they can offer at that time? It's like, oh, okay. I've got so much compassion because it would be rough to be like that. And so yes, using the human design and being able to see, okay, this, they might be, you know, in a, they might be a projector and they might have this going on and they don't know how to use, you know, they're overworked and they're exhausted and they don't know how to simplify things so that they're doing what they're good at. So they feel really, you know, like all of that, it just kind of seeps together for me. And so, yes, I totally appreciate that and look at people and their types and think, oh, okay. You know, it just helps you understand them better and have a lot of 
not just compassion, but just, I don't know, like you just get to, you kind of get the best of them when you're able to see them. Like that's like, to me, I always say, I want you to see yourself clearly because I see you clearly, right? Like I see people in there like most, like, I just think they're just so incredible, right? Like I'm telling people to own their magnificence as I already said, like, I really see people really. So, so even seeing somebody just pissed off and scrappy and angry and just feeling irritated and not right. You know, I still, am just freaking in love with them thinking, oh my God, if they could just see this part about themselves and if they could let that shit go and if they could, wow, like they would feel really good, you know? And so I think that human design really helps honor that and helps a person if they start to listen to what their design is about and start to feel with it instead of having to go against it based off of upbringing, based off of conditioning and, and all of those, I think it's really cool. So, yeah. And I think like we already talked about at the beginning, it's just so freeing to just it's, it is, it's a permission slip. And it's also just like, yeah, you are meant to be this way. So freaking own it, you know, instead of, oh, it's a burden. Why can't I be like, so-and-so? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And I love like how you talk about, like you were, you were trained to um, be able to like recognize and like know these different states that people are in because it's not just like human design and you know the energy type or like maybe being in or out of alignment with something going on in the energy like there's so many layers um but it can also be like um like some kind of like reaction state you know like maybe like people were human you got a lot going on but so being able to um, like recognize and use, uh, being able to like, yeah, recognize how someone is behaving and like how to respond to that in a way that isn't going to like aggravate them more. And it's more in a way where people can see, like, we all want this to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel like appreciated. Like we all have that energy. Like it's commonly talked about for just projectors, but, um, you may not know this, but uh, most of the channels in human design are projected channels. So if you are in like 99% of the collective, you likely have some sort of projected channel. And so you, like, you do like this feeling of being like seen, heard, and recognized is in all of us. And um, being able to work with people that way, like it's just, it's just really beautiful to be able to like see here and recognize people and have people feel like loved and appreciated and yeah like I said before we we chatted it wasn't even like in a paid session but we just like connected and um like I felt like seen heard and like recognized in where I was at in that moment like no judgment like that's so important so I'm giving you some kudos (laughs) oh Thank you. It was so fun. It was yes. so fun. To be with you. Yes. So um, for maybe for people who are like interested in human design or like just getting started, maybe feeling a little bit like overwhelmed, do you have any advice for people like for learning human design or like where to maybe where to get started with working with the 
working with their charts or anything like that? Well, I mean, I would say that it's really important (laughs) that you allow yourself to get in touch with your own intuition and your own inner knowing, right? And as you do that in tandem with learning anything, you are going to take the nuggets that have meaning and use for you, right? Because a lot of times people will say, you know, whether let's talk about diets, like they'll say, this is exactly how you have to do it to have what X, Y, or Z result. Right. And we're all different and we're all unique and what's good for somebody isn't going to be good for another person. Right. So we're all individuals. So when you're looking at your chart and you read something and it doesn't feel good, I would just question it. Like, is it not feel good? Cause it's uncomfortable. Cause it's a new way of being and you haven't done it before, or is it not for you? And it's totally okay if it's not for you. Right. I think that what we were, when we were educated by the same person, mm-hmm. you know, there was always just a little, like, this is generally how a Manny Jen is. This is generally how a projector is right. But don't, you know, don't bet your life on it and don't let the person feel like if they aren't a hundred percent like that, there's something wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think if you just allow yourself some grace with anything as you're learning and just take what works for you and allow it to evolve, if it, if it does, then great. Because if I think it's really hard when we decide, okay, I'm a Manny Jen and this is how I'm going to be, or I'm this, and this is how, you know, drawing rules and lines in the sand. And then when it doesn't feel good anymore, then you're in this dogma and you're this rigid, rigid place. And suddenly you're at odds with yourself. I've seen it so many times with people who've been, been a vegetarian forever. And all of a sudden it's like, I feel like I need to eat meat. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? You know, well, it goes against like everything I believe in. Okay. Well, what if you just believe in like true health, you know what I mean? And like, that's what you're, what, how would you feel? You know, like, I think anytime for me, just release, like relieving dogma around it. So if you're reading a book and it's really fascinating, but they're being very hard lined about human design, I would just take that with a grain of salt and absorb it in the way that you can to take it with you and use it in the way that it makes sense instead of being like, well, this is always how it has to be. And some of us have rigid thinking like that anyway, that's part of, you know, who we are and our conditioning, but I would just be gentle with yourself and just allow yourself to be somewhat flexible so that you are able to relate to what you're learning and make it work for you. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I love that. Like, that's how, that's actually how I work with my human design um, I don't know if you remember from like the math or the mastermind or like talking or I can't remember. We've like gone through like a few things together, but, um, when I learned my digestion arrow and it was like, oh, you're meant to eat a paleo diet. And I was like, screw this, like, heck no. And, um, I left it alone and, um, and it's been okay. And like now as I'm like, I just sat back, I left it alone, but now like, I'm kind of circling back to, you know, I'm feeling like this, like craving and stuff to like 
go back to that and be like, okay, like maybe this could work. Like, let me try and experiment with this, but like when I'm ready. But it's like, at first it was like a hard no and I left it behind. But then like, as I've been doing this work, as I've been like, uh, like deconditioning other areas of my life and like getting more into alignment with my design, I'm be, like, it's just naturally happening. And so like, I, I'm just sharing this just like to really give yourself time in like this process because it was like, uh, what, like nine, eight or nine months ago when I first learned about it, like, and it's like taking me some time to like circle back. It might take like, like a couple of years. It might take a year or two to like circle back to certain things, but um, that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. That doesn't mean that like, heck, I'm a, <laughs> I teach human design, you know, like we're human, you know, it doesn't, you don't need to like do everything right away. There's like a time and a place for everything. So that was, that was wonderful advice. Yeah. yeah. And well, I think it goes back to my, the way I say, you know, unsubscribe from perfection, just because it says you're supposed to do it this way. Just because you learned about it doesn't mean you're ready for it. Doesn't make you wrong. And like you said, you listen to yourself and you're like, well, maybe now this is, and that's fine. And you don't, you don't have to judge yourself for the way you've done it. Right. You just get to be like, okay, so now maybe I'm ready and maybe I'll change some things and I'll see how it goes. And I always used to say with diet things, I'd be like, try it on like a coat and see if it fits. Does it look good? Do you like it? If it doesn't work, take it off, try something different. You know, I think we're just not, we don't give ourselves a lot of room to be in progress. And yet we're in progress for our whole lives until we're dead. So like, Mm -hmm. Why are we not allowing ourselves to be in progress at all times instead of thinking that we're supposed to be somewhere specific? Yeah, this idea of specific results and specific outcomes, I'm really getting over because there's just, there's never going to be a, an end game until you're dead. Like, so instead, learning how to live and flow with the constant change, constant uncertainty, like that's where that's where the magic happens, I think. Oh, yes. I love, like, I love that. And like, just something to keep in mind, like with um, the original, like human design from Rauru, it's, it takes seven years to decondition, to like actually change the cellular makeup of your like body. And so like, give yourself that time, give yourself that grace. Because I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I'm sure that's like true or something, but that doesn't mean that you can't like make any changes within seven years. So don't let that, <laughs> don't let that hold back. Like I have, I have transformed like so much of myself in just knowing human design for, uh, in like 18 months, like, right. of <laughs> like deep dive, like studying in human design, um, I have learned like so much in like 18 months. So, and changed so much. Progress is always happening, right? Mm -hmm. And I just think that we get so hung up on a a specific result or a specific outcome or, okay, if I'm supposed to follow this diet, it's supposed to look like this. So I think, yeah, you guys, you just want to be able to learn how to be in the ebb and flow and see all the progress that you're making and just rejoice in it. And Amy's example was just so good. 
I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. This has been like so good, so fun. Um, for people who are interested in like working with you, they're like, oh my gosh, yes, like Mary's so amazing. Like I want to work with her. Um, how can people get in touch with you? And like, yeah, like, or is there anything that you're um, offering like right now as like a specific way to work with you? Sure. So people can find me on my website. It's Mary Langfield, L-A-N-G-F-I-E-L-D.com. Or I'm Mary, the energy alchemist on Instagram. You can find me there. Send me a DM if you like. And I, I run several different group programs and I do individual uh, one-on-one coaching. So I have currently am offering a 12 month immersion because I am so big on this idea of the ebb and flow and f- helping you figure out how to be in the highs, in the lows and constantly see your progress because so many of us get hung up on that. So that is, it's, it's called worthy. I am so ridiculously excited. It is going to be like, I mean, I know it's a very overused way of talking about things, but definitely that life cycle of, you know, a caterpillar to a butterfly, right? You're like, right. I'm getting everybody ready to get their cocoon going and then it's going to become messy. And then if, you know, you're going to learn how the messy part is so important. It's going to be so good. And you're going to be able to identify it the next time. And then you're going to see yourself transformed on the other side and be able to appreciate all these, these transformations, just like Amy just said, she said, okay, you know, I've come a long way in 18 months, right? Maybe I'm, maybe the, the seven year thing is for real, but like, if we don't honor the progress and we don't honor like what we're seeing in our daily life, it's really hard to stay the course with anything, you know? And I think, especially for people like Manny Jens, you know, we like, we like to be inspired. Right. And so we're always looking for inspiration. And so you have to be able to be inspired by little things all the time to keep you going. So were these really exciting? I'm so like juiced about it. Like I said, I do one-on-one coaching and then in the new year, you'll be seeing, I have a program on grief and how to deal with grief and transition from the the icky feelings of the grief, like the heaviness of the grief and learn the good. So it's called good grief. And I have a program called a journey to self. So yeah, but just, if you're interested, reach out. (laughs) Yay. I love it. And we'll have, or I'll have all the links in the show notes for you guys to go follow Mary. And she's amazing. Like definitely, (laughs) like definitely check her out. You guys like, like you won't regret it. Like she'll be so good for you, but Anyways, I want to thank you again for doing this interview. This has been amazing. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to check out my free membership, Embody Your Design. We dive deep into how you can begin to embody your unique human design. Link to join is in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate a review on iTunes. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. I also invite you to tag me on Instagram at embodyyourdesignxo with your favorite part of this episode. Thank you again for listening and see you in the next episode.